Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Today Show Detroit right here on the Disability Channel. I am Zach Damon. I am here with Lori Hill Sanders, the Executive Director of the Disability Network, Wayne County, Detroit. So excited to have you here, Lori. And, you know, right before the break, you brought up a very interesting point, uh, the point about mentorship. Uh, and how important mentorship is in early development, but also in early career settings for those with disabilities. So for those that aren't sure, I mean, how do they go about getting a mentor? You know, we currently have um, a transition program where we work with youth, um, transitioning them out of high school into adulthood, um, helping to, them to seek different career pathways. I would say that, you know, within our transition program, that is a way that we um, mentor and guide and, 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 and lead our youth um, to help them um, further seek and explore careers that they may be a really good fit for. I, I think that um, having those opportunities and truly finding out what individuals' likes and dislikes are, uh, what, they're, what they're naturally attracted to. There's nothing worse than a person who does not enjoy working with people. They rather work with, with computers or, you know, you want to make sure that you find out what people's passions are, what their likes are, and this really connect them to those opportunities and mentor them so that they can um, connect and bridge those, those careers and things so that they can go on and be successful. Oh, absolutely. And of course, you know, uh, Disability Network Wayne County Detroit does that with all of your uh, great programs and, you know, all of the great things you guys are doing. Now, I'm curious because, of course, it's a big topic uh, of mm -hmm. discussion now uh, because, you know, we're still going through it in some ways. But how did you adjust, right? Because so many programs are in person or you want them to come uh, to the center and be engaged and you want them to have uh, you know, that in-person experience or that social experience. But how did Disability Network Wayne County Detroit, how did you guys sort of adjust uh, to the pandemic? You know, what we immediately had to do, we had to, my staff had to go home and work remotely. I'm going to say it was really a trial and error for maybe the first 30 days. But I can honestly say by April, mid-April, going into May, we had really figured out what we needed to do. You know, we knew that it was very important to work virtually and everything that we did, we established a platform virtually so that we were able to carry out those services for our consumers via telephone, via um, laptops, computers, um, various different Zoom or conference platforms. So we had to go virtually and it took adjustments. Um, you know, it took a different way of doing things. It, it involved a lot of creativity and a lot of innovation, but you know, we're moving back into things being open. There are certain things that we adopted and conformed to during the pandemic that we will continue to do. So the services, as we move back to providing face-to-face -face services for our consumers, we will still allow them the opportunity to um, have services virtually because we found, believe it or not, that we were still able to make a strong impact within the community 
even through that pandemic, you know, we had to develop different programming in terms of um, food distributions, partnering with other organizations to provide COVID testing, uh, partnering to be able to, to be a part of doing the vaccinations. But we just had to be very creative and innovative and find out what that need was for our consumers. And we designed programs. We actually have a mobile market to you. That came out of food distributions that we had to do. Because if, if you know, early on, um, people, a lot of people with disabilities were homebound. Those were the individuals that were not able, if they've tested positive with COVID, they weren't able to go to food banks. It wasn't really being highly recommended that they even be out in the community going to the supermarket. So we had to put, you know, um, uh, energy together, ideas, energy, resources, more importantly, to make sure that food and meals were being delivered um, to homes to our consumers in the community. So uh, just what it did, it, 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 made, uh, it made us a change agent in terms of meeting the needs and meeting the needs in a different kind of way. We just had to do it differently. Well, absolutely. And I mean, uh, again, with the mobile market to you, uh, so important because I was going to talk about that as well uh, from others that I know and from my experience, just sometimes how difficult transit can be, not just to get to the supermarket to get adequate nutrition, uh, but also for different resources. And so the fact that you guys were able to adjust uh, to get everyone who uh, you know needed it, uh, that the opportunity to go virtual so that they didn't have to navigate uh, to get all the way across town, uh, just amazing, just amazing. And, you know, and I think, again, you know, you, you brought up a great point too about uh, just, again, the, the differences in, you know, how most people look at transit or getting around and, and how that can affect things. And I found it interesting that you said that you still found a very strong uh, uh, activity uh, and a very strong involvement even when you went virtual. Now, uh, you said going forward, you will offer sort of hybrid programs then. So that means that if individuals still cannot make it uh, to your center, that you'll still be able to offer that online, correct? Absolutely. And you know, when I look at the numbers, when I look at the numbers of individuals that are fully vaccinated where I'm at, it's not very high. Um, so that means that, you know, this pandemic has not gone anywhere, um, that, that people are still at the same level of risk, um, a little less, maybe 50% less when you see that your numbers are only 57% of your state being fully vaccinated. So we're 50% less likely, but because of the numbers, it is still very important to maintain the remote operations. We're even continuing a hybrid in terms of how our staffing will be coming back. Um, it has really changed the direction of our service delivery. And because I don't feel that we're all the way there, meaning that I don't feel that COVID has, is gone, that I feel that we're still at risk and we still have to take precautions. I'm still going to make sure that this, the Disability Network offers and continues to offer those remote platforms that we developed during the pandemic. Wonderful. And again, a great service that you're offering. Folks, we're going to take a quick break and we'll have more with Lori Hill Sanders after this.